Hello everyone and welcome to Rap by Horseshark and Gaddy's Guide to Equestria. I am Ponyville's beloved Princess Graceful Spark. With me as always is my darling co-horse, Filled Beans. How are you doing today? Beans. I'm doing real well, honestly. Like, got to have a nice trip. Saw some saw some cool stuff that we'll be talking about. Um, mm -hmm. Beans suck, you know. <laughs> you do hate teens. If you're a teen, hell, uh, I don't want to say, if you're a teen, fuck you, but you know, if you're a shithead teen, knock it off. If you're not, uh, as you were. There yeah. we go, that ought to cover our bases. Good advice, Grace, full spark. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. I'm so wise. Yeah. Wisest around. Damn right. Speaking of wisdom, we are talking about Season 2, Episode 21, Dragon Quest. Great name there, guys. Written by Meriwether yeah. Williams. Original aired at March 17th, 2012. Uh, Meriwether Williams, by the way, you might remember from Horsewarming Eve and The Mysterious Meriduel. Two episodes we had good things to say about. Yeah. That was both yeah, sarcastic, the Horsewarming but one, this maybe one we good. had one or two complaints. Okay. All right. Uh, I mean, Mysterious Meridwell was fine. Fine. It wasn't horrible. Yeah. It had its, it had its yeah. ups and downs. Yeah, I don't mean to be too hard on him, yeah. But this one, this one we liked, so yeah. we'll have nice things to say about you regardless, Barryweather, who I know listens to this, and if you'd like to be on the show, email us at weather <laughs> at isekai.horse. You might read your letter on the mare. Ah, uh, you might be able to read your own letter on the mare, even. Yeah. If you'd like to be isekai email us, and we can send a truck <laughs> right through your door. That's oh. not a threat, that's an offer. You know, I'm thinking about Final Destination movies, and just the ridiculousness of those things, and isekai mm. trucks. It's, uh, it's very good. It's very good on the brain, actually. <laughs> Come to our Philly destination. <laughs> Uh, Final Destallion? Mm. Hmm. Final Destallion sounds like some kind of surgery. <laughs> yeah. Oh, have you had your Final <laughs> Destallioning yet? <laughs> yeah, they, they uh... cut my boy gland clean off. <laughs> okay. All right. Calling them testicles out. Calling them boy glands in. <laughs> Jesus. What the hell? Oh. Yeah, why do you think they call it a boikiectomy? You know, good point. I'm so wise. I keep saying this. Ah. Uh, and while we're digging ourselves into this joke pit, uh, <laughs> the episode opens on Applejack and Pinkie Pie digging a trench. Maybe a grave are. or something. I don't know. We'll find out later. See, the thing about horses is that sometimes they dig holes. Yeah. Some horses sometimes do dig holes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But not Fluttershy. Uh, we go from Applejack and Pinkie Pie digging that hole to uh, Fluttershy's cottage where Rainbow Dash is trying to drag Fluttershy by her tail. Well, succeeding in dragging Fluttershy by her tail. While Twilight tries to convince her to uh, come watch the dragon migration. Uh, it's bothering me so much that, like, we just so recently had an episode... 
that was about like Fluttershy's character growth. And she's still scared of dragons. Yeah, but she does say no and her friends listen. So I guess she grew in that regard. Yeah, uh, she was assertive by saying no. And and the thing is, Rainbow Dash does try and guilt Fluttershy into doing it because Fluttershy had, like, in the most, like, family guy style joke this show's done yet <laughs> of just yeah. like, yeah, you made me go watch a butterfly migration and here's a photo of us at the butterfly migration. Yeah, she pulls so out So now a, you gotta a, come. She pulls out a Polaroid, a Polaroid yeah. of Fluttershy sitting there with, with like, they're both wearing pith helmets. Uh, I really wish they'd put away the pith helmets. Yeah, it, it's kind of funny that they would, but it also doesn't make any sense. Though it's not the worst kind of helmet they could be wearing. We'll see that later. But, like, mm. Fluttershy is, like, wearing her binoculars and she does not need. The, the the butterflies are, like, right there. They're, like, a foot away. If anything, the, yeah. the binoculars would, would hinder. And Rainbow Dash is just kind of there. Um, Rooting, being grumpy. Yeah. Yeah, she's just, like, scowling at the ground. I mean, I'd like to read it more as her scowling at Fluttershy's ass, but I don't know. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> yeah. Either well, way, Rainbow Dash is the angriest loaf. <laughs> right? Okay, I mean, no, that does make sense. It's, she's thinking like, ah, you're lucky you've got a great ass, Fluttershy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so at least I'm getting something ass, out of I today. Would... Yeah, it's like, ah, I, I would not watch the butterfly migration at a worse ass, Fluttershy. Yeah. She just looks so mad. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, Fluttershy is also upset. Like, even more so now that this Polaroid's come out. And... Yeah. And yeah, th then she does the, like, I, I said no. And then just, like, slams Rainbow Dash onto the floor and also, like, steps on her to jump over her to get out. Yeah. To, like... Because, like, she was stuck in her door. She Like, Rainbow Dash was trying to put her, push her out her front door and she, like, put her arms and legs out, well, put all four of her legs out to, like, catch the door frame. And, yeah. And now she's doing this to, like, she's going out the window, and she does do this standing on her hind hooves, uh, hooves over her head pose to push the window open, and that was a horse being for Isakai teens. So, uh, that weird pose. Yeah, it, like, it looked like she was about to smash the glass, and then she, like, just very daintily opens it and jumps out, which, you know. Yeah. It's a bit we've seen several times before with Fluttershy, and I will never not love it. It is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Then she just kind of flies out her window and runs away. Yep, that's it. She's gone from the episode. Yeah, yep. She says she said the plot comes calling, and she says no and leaves. You know what? Good choice, honestly. Like I respect it. Yeah. Though I will admit it's weird that like the reason Fluttershy doesn't want to go is because. She says dragons are scary. Like, oh, they're all big, mean, fire-breathing motherfuckers or whatever. Yeah. But, like, Fluttershy has met all of two dragons. And one of them was Spike, who she loves. And she mommy down the other one. So, like, her track record with dragons is honestly pretty great. Yeah. Like, the river gay man oh, yeah. was also a dragon, oh, which... Steven Magnet was a river serpent. <sighs> which is, yes, basically a dragon, but a different kind of... He doesn't have wings. He's 
I'm pretty sure they say River Serpent. Yeah, like I, I think we've had this conversation every time he's come up because yeah. like I, I, I'm just like, oh, he's I, an Eastern Dragon. I get it. Yes, I yes, I know. But I know yeah. my, yeah, like. And, I, and in that case, he's three for three. She's yeah, three exactly. For three. That's my point. Like, like, yeah, like she's either two for two or three for three with dragons. Yeah, I don't understand why Fluttershy has this hang up about dragons when every dragon she's met has been good. Yeah, and I, I like from a meta narrative perspective, you know that like there wouldn't be a story if Fluttershy was here because she would just make the dragons nice. But, you know, maybe that would be nice to see. I don't know. It seems like this is very much up her alley. But, like, the thing is, like, she went mom-dommy mode on a dragon that was, like, actively being a shitty bully. Like, the dragons we see at the migration are just flying over. Like, yeah, they're just guys. They're 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 not even, like, stopping. they're They're just men. They're just simple men. Yeah, they're, you know, some, like, they're just dudes that are flying overhead. Yeah. They're, they're, they're just guys. Yeah, they're just hanging out. It's fine. Uh, Fluttershy hates people watching. I mean, that's fair. God, we have to do it so much. Yeah, it is kind of our grim assignment. Yeah. Either way, uh, Twilight watches her go and, and, and turns around and, Looks down at Rainbow Dash, who has, like, the... You know, it's usually, like, stars or birds going around someone's head when they're, like, knocked out or whatever. But this time it's butterflies. And Rainbow Dash just has the most, like, wall-eyed, dead expression. It's, like, holy shit. I... Yeah. It's probably a mix of, like, actually getting hit pretty hard. And also, like, the jock realizing the soft nerd just beat them up. And and she's never gonna live it down. Yeah, Rainbow Dash gets clowned on at least twice this episode, possibly more. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, she's kind of the butt of the, a few jokes in this one. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, her hair does look even dykier afterwards, though. Yes, yeah, I I think she should wear her hair up more often, honestly. Ah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, and then we rise for our national anthem, and then yep. we are in the trench. And you can tell it's a trench because every pony's wearing, like, camo. Like, Twilight's got, like, a, a World War One helmet, I believe it uh, is. Nah, with that webbing on it, it's two. Ah, uh, there we go. And, and then, Applejack's got this, like, camo hoodie thing. Yeah, yeah, she's got, like, a, a, a poncho, which is um, also fairly modern. And mm-hmm. then Rainbow Dash and, and Pinkie Pie both have, like patrol caps which are like extremely yeah. modern so yeah. why the fuck were there pith helmets why do they use pith helmets so much when they have like modern <laughs> military gear yeah well the camouflage well, pattern is like post world war Two that they're using like yeah this is stuff from the 60s they're wearing maybe a little later Equ- so. equestria buys the u.s's military surplus i don't know what to tell you i guess uh Oh no, this does remind me of a, a long-running tabletop game I was in. It's on hiatus now. Before I got isekai but that part isn't helping. Yeah. It was like, okay, the dimensional revolution. Basically, stuff happened and a bunch of interdimensional portals just kind of exist. A bunch of mirrors were just turned into portals to other dimensions, which was previously like 
extremely expensive, and now it's extremely easy to just go to another reality, and so you get shit like, you know, relatively modern United States trading, you know, their automatic rifles to the fantasy world with elves and shit for their magic potions of scrying because their enemies cur because their enemies have electronic countermeasures but don't have magical defenses against scrying and mm. you know whoever the elves are trying to fight don't have fucking body armor yeah i watched gate i get it yeah yeah you know very much uh yeah that's the game as trial is from for one thing oh yeah, yeah. okay you know anna ang uh is from was from a a universe where the force of law was a literal physical law of physics. Oh, well, that's cute. Yeah, yeah, like the law of gravity was like an actual statutory law. It could be repealed or amended. Shit like that. Mm. And, um, and a nice bit of um, real world doing the storytelling for me, uh, 2012 happened and I stopped having to explain why she's no longer in her home universe. Ah, wonderful. Ah. <laughs> uh, anyways. Yeah, I agree, Pam. Mm hmm Fun game. Good shit. Very, like, superhero repolitic bullshit. Uh, good shit. Yeah. Uh, I don't know I don't know if that GM listens to this, but if you do, hi, Kyoko. Rooting for you. Hope you're doing better. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Sorry, where were we? We're in the trenches. Yeah. Uh, we get a gag where, like, the dragons aren't here yet, and they're all taking turns looking through the binoculars, and Pinky is, of course, looking through them backwards. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, oh, we're all good. Twilight's like, oh, it's good for here early. Then we won't disturb the dragons. And then, uh, of course, Rarity shows up. Yeah. Her, she rolls out the red carpet all the way from Ponyville to their trench, which is you know, a bit of ways out of town. Impressive work, though, honestly. Yeah, like, you do love to see it. And, mm -hmm. then, like, and then there's confetti, and she's wearing her, like, I don't even know, her gay little autumn camo? Yeah. Like... Alright, I'm gonna be the very specific kind of nerd I am about this kind of thing, and it's not bad dazzle camo, actually, that she yeah. made with this. The problem is, like, her dress is mostly purple, with some extremely jagged shapes in, like, uh, pinks and oranges and stuff. Which is, like, it's, you know, not the best color choices, but it's a good, like, dazzle-style pattern, especially, like, simplify it for a cartoon. But then she has, like... A sort of cinched bit that has like a, a very pale section that's in blobs, like like more traditional older camo, that's just there for some reason. And that's really bothering me. Rarity, what the fuck? Why'd you like put this one little bit of fabric that doesn't match on this camo? Like part of the reason you use Dazzle is that it, it makes shapes hard to actually read. Making different patterns makes it easier to distinguish the, like, shapes, because they're different patterns. Yeah, like, the hat is blobs, but the rest of her is jaggy. Yeah. And, and, and like, the, the, like, over her back section, like, from usually be, like, a saddle or something in these dresses, is also, like, a different piece of fabric. They're, like, mm -hmm. the hat being, like, blobby when the rest of it's all jagged, fine, sure, like, cool. I, I would have let that go. It, it's just, like... You clearly had an aesthetic you were going for, Rarity, and you didn't understand why the aesthetic exists, and that bothers me. Yeah, like, yeah, because it's also, like, the dress is purple in the background, but the saddle part is, like, white. Yeah. I, I realize that's for contrast, because otherwise it would just look like one thing, which is the point of camo, kind yeah. of. But, yeah, you kind of don't want to have contrast on there. I mean, the thing is, it's dazzle camo. Like, mm. 
Hi, I'm going to have a moment for history stuff here. Because um, for the basics on camouflage, either A, you want to have something that breaks up a shape so it's hard to notice what you are. So that that's the usual, like, traditional camouflage we think of. Like, if a person's just standing in that, it's hard to see them as clearly as if they were just wearing, like, a flat color or something, if they're in, like, a forest or whatever. That's the point of that. Uh, dazzle camouflage is is what you turn to when, like, you're a fucking warship. You're way too big to hide. So the correct mm. answer is, we make it hard to look at you. So, like, mm. a lot of original dazzle, dazzle camouflage are just, like, giant black and white zebra stripes across the sides of ships. Because it makes it hard to determine what shape the ship is. Which means it's hard to determine what class of ship it is. Which means you don't know how large it actually is when you're looking at it at range. Which means you don't know how far away it is. Because if you can recognize the silhouette of a ship, you know how big it is. And if you know how big the ship is, and then you know how far it is, and you know how, how to range your gun. And that's the point of Dazzle Camouflage, is to just make it hard to aim at you. They can see you, but that doesn't help. Mm. So, like, the really jagged colors are good, but her little, like, saddle bit breaks it. Now I know exactly how far away Rarity is. Exactly! <laughs> yeah. which, which I appreciate being able yeah. to do, but it seems against the spirit of the thing. Yeah, uh, so, sorry for some real-world history shit. I, I, well, sorry, audience-world history shit. I just... Had a, it's, it's, it's one of those things I, I actually really love the history of Dazzle Camouflage and, like, the various versions of it. It's really cool, like, just seeing how those choices happened. Just, hey, listener, just go, like, look up some Dazzle Camouflage, especially on, like, bombers during World War II, because they, they did some bonkers shit there for the exact same reasons. Hey, hey try Camouflage. Oh, there it is. Eh. Yeah. Eh. <sighs> also, I do love the, um, kind of autumn leaves colors on her, which it's the wrong time of year for it, but you do love to see it. Yeah, it's an extremely good dress as well. Like, yeah. unironically, me in Human World would want to actually find something in this pattern. It's It's pretty fucking good, actually. Yeah, like, I love her gay little hat. I love her little cravat thing, a little ascot thing tucked in her collar. The little yeah. goofy shoulder things. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's so good. And then every party's kind of stared at her twilight's like, Rarity, Rarity, you look very nice, but could you, like, get in here? And I think Twilight, like, teleports her into the trench, if I recall. Yeah, um, no, she, she, um... Rarity does, like, hop herself down into the trench, and okay. Twilight, like, vanishes the, uh, the evidence Marcus. of the red carpet and, and yeah. all the fucking confetti. Rarity had a Pinkie Pie entrance. Yeah. Ah. Uh, uh, and then she's like, oh, nice. Darling, I look fabulous. Who says camouflage has to be drab? Ah. Uh, she's right. Yeah. I just had the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Pinkie Pie spots the, the dragons coming in, so they all pull out binoculars, except for Rarity, who has, like, the little, like, Opera on a glasses. stick. Yeah. And I will point out that, like, they actually thought about this, because normally Opera Glasses are on a stick, but Rarity's are... The glasses are on a stick, which are attached to a ring that her hoof wraps around. They oh, actually thought this through. Yeah. I, I noticed that. They actually thought this through. I'm impressed. Ah, oh, you love when the aptophilia is actually acknowledged. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, they see some dragons, like, bumping into each other and, and getting fighty, which, like, hey, bird migrations be the same way. 
Yeah, and uh, one of them, like, kind of swoops down and, like, does a, a loop. Yeah, I'd I like to think the idea is, like, that one's like, oh, hey, I see some ponies. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little show-off move. Yeah, I, I would do the same thing if I was a dragon and I saw some ponies. Yeah. Rainbow Dash is, of course, unimpressed, because it is a simple loop, and... Yeah, well, yeah, and first of all, she, like, gives a little look to Applejack, who's standing right next to her. <laughs> yeah, like, I... It's one of the things I really love with, with Rainbow Dash, and we've seen it a few times. Like, it's, it's a good character thing for her, of, like, she'll be, like, with everyone else, looking excited and happy and whatever at whatever they're looking at. Like, you know, the, the classic, just, oh, look at the cool thing response. And then she'll, like, glance at the rest and be like, oh, wait, shit, I gotta be the cool one here? And, like, has to, like, dial down her own reaction. And yeah, then start like, being, oh. like, sassy about it instead. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Ah, oh, and then... It's like, uh, oh, is that all you got? And then, and then, yeah, another dragon, like, shoots a gout of flame at her. Yeah. I don't... It might have been the same one. Yeah. I get the feeling that it was more of a, like, missed shot rather than, like, directly at her, but yeah. Yeah, like, they definitely, like, blow but... and, like, Rainbow Dash does get singed. Yeah. I, I just don't remember if it's, like, intentionally the dragon breathing fire directly at Rainbow Dash, or it's just, you know, because we've seen a few of them, like, bump into each other and, like, breathe fire at each other and stuff. Yeah, it's just yeah. sort of a thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah, it, it is very good of just being, like, so Rainbow Dash. Uh, still think dragons are lame. <laughs> yeah, which does set us up for a Pinkie Pie, since Fluttershy is that your Pinkie Pie has been assigned the task of being scared of dragons. Yeah, which is... Okay. Aren't you supposed to giggle at the ghosties, Pinkie Pie? But, the last time she had a serious talk with, like, a, a big dragon, right, was, what was in the, in the, the Dragon Shy episode, where the dragon did just, like, roast her physically and emotionally. Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. So, I don't know, maybe she's, maybe she's got some trauma from, like, a dragon just looking directly yeah. into her soul and saying, oh, you're the court jester, how droll mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. you. Yeah, you fucking clown. Yeah, you little clown bitch. What are you, the internet poisoned playbook? <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Oh, uh, shit. Good, good marketing, dear. Oh. That, that was me, dear. I did that one last year. Yeah. No, 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 but I mean, well, I, I'm, just, I'm just thinking more along the lines of like, oh no, you could actually do a pretty good Pinkie Pie. Ah. <laughs> uh, You'd have to do a more self-aware Pinkie Pie for that, but yeah. Yeah. I've been kinesot- I've had people tell me I'm the element of laughter before, and I can't really deny that? Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, we get Rainbow Dash saying that dragons are fierce, and and Rarity saying they're formidable, and yeah, Pinkie Pie saying they're scary. Hmm. And she's only uh, saved from that by Spike handing her a cupcake. Yeah, from his little, like, tea cart. Yeah, there's- they really just, like, force-femmed this goddamn Spike. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, uh, maximum baby girl mode. Yeah, he, little apron with the heart on it and everything. Yeah, he's got a little gay little cart, and he's saying, like, yep, we dragons are our force to be reckoned with. Yeah. And he's, he says handing out, you know, more cupcakes and stuff. He's got a little tea set on there. Yeah, um... And the way Rainbow Dash, like, flops onto her back and laughs, that was a horse being freezer guy. I remember this face a lot, this pose a lot. Yeah, I I think I did a draw over of it, like, ages ago, actually. 
I don't remember what character it was, but yeah. I recognized that I recognized that pose she was in for a second. I've drawn that. Yeah. I've I've stolen that that line work for other shit. <laughs> uh, uh the thing that did stick out to me though is that like sure, Pinkie Pie is staying there just sort of with a cupcake on her hoof eating it, which is, you know, fine. But Applejack just has a cookie bounced directly on her hoof. And it's just eating that yeah. normally too. Like <laughs> Yeah, it does not look like does not look posed all that well. It looks like they they knew they would not have to animate Applejack eating it. Yeah. She's gotta stand She's gotta stand there like on an island looking at the cookie on her hoof. Like not even really considering that like it's gonna be It's I know it looks like it's gonna work, but as soon as you like disturb that equilibrium at all by say trying to eat it, it's going to fall or at least try to. Yeah. Your your fucking camo poncho isn't gonna help you there, Applejack. Yeah, and then <sighs> yeah, that they make fun of, like, and then Rainbow Dash makes fun of Spike for his apron, I believe, and then yeah, Spike is like, uh, yeah, he's like, you ever tried to get blueberries out of your scales or feathers? It's hard. That's a nasty stain, and that, that yeah. just gets Rainbow Dash going even more. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, one tough stain for one. Sissy dragon. She doesn't say sissy, but, you know. Like, the the context of this scene being some, like, sissification praise king shit going on is, yeah. like, it's barely subtext. It's only yeah, subtext because no, Spike is being such a sub about it. But, like... Yeah, yeah, you could tell Spike, like, in any other context would enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Or at least, you know... Yeah, not do the whole like perform, not do the whole like performative shame. I'm not supposed to like this word again. Is what really makes it sissy kink. Um, yeah. Again, I'm, and I probably mentioned this before, but I'm forever thinking about like, okay, so on my Tumblr, back in high school, I followed a lot of you know sissy porn blogs for some reason. Huh, Can't imagine wonder what, why. Wonder what that means. But um, I I keep following them because it's fun and it's fun for my pornography sociology tendencies. And mm. one of them was like it was this you know very fetishy picture of you know a, of a woman in like a like a schoolgirl outfit and such sitting at a desk or whatever, and the yeah. caption was, you know, reblog if you take a few pills a day to look like her, and it's like, oh, you're not even you're not even like pretending to cover this. You're just saying like, hey, you can transition if you want, uh. <laughs> like, it's. Like, usually it's like a misdirection, like, oh, no, you're being forced into doing it. No, but it's weird to see them just, like, mask off to say, hey, by the way, you could transition. They make pills for this. Yeah, like, <laughs> I I dip into those blogs now and then just for, like, hot, you know the kind of work I draw. Like, it, yeah. there's some good, co like, just literally just, oh, that's a pretty good pose. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. steal this pose for reference material. Thanks. Yeah. But, like. Oh boy, there's some content in there that is just questionable. Like, yeah, the... don't get me wrong. A lot of it is radioactive and misogynistic yeah. and bad. Yeah, I was gonna say like <laughs> the the problem is you kind of roll the dice on like, is this gonna be like weirdly like trans egg affirming like kind of cute content actually that's got some like heavy kink overtones, or is this gonna be like extremely racist? Yep. Um, and unfortunately, chances are, even the stuff that's trying to be in the first column will fall into the second column. Uh, if you want to yep. know what I'm talking about there, folks, 
uh, I would suggest you look up um, Foreign Man in a Foreign Land uh, has made a uh, video essay about, like, sissification porn stuff and the, like, really shitty racist roots of it. Um, it's It's worth a watch. It's a good video. Interesting material to be aware of. Highly recommend. He's a good video essayist. I'd suggest looking at his other shit, too. Anyway. Once again, there's a reason forced swimming stuff is one of my, like... When I write pornography, it's me trying to be the change I want to see in the world. Yeah. Because like, a lot of it fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, even even his videos, like... There's obviously some, like, people trying to be good and, like, affirming about this. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, they're in the minority, and that's a problem. People should yep. get this stuff and actually and have it be like good and fun and wholesome and also extremely horny content. Yep. Uh, uh, should not be reproducing chattel slavery. Yep. Uh, there's. Uh, I have a lot of opinions on. Oh boy, there are a lot of bad people in every kink, especially, and some particular ones I could talk about. But we have horses to discuss. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, what a, what a fucking tangent we just went on. I'm so sorry. Oh. People coming here for, like, us being dumb about ponies that we have to live around, and instead they're getting some real serious history shit. Horses, we're here to educate you. You're going to learn things. Uh, for example, uh, Spike isn't like other dragons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, even outside the, like, um... The moment of, of of just like oh this is some like force fem kink stuff going on the this, this does separately have a have a vibe of like oh it's the one like you know quote unquote dude in the room and he's like oh all my friends are trans girls and it's cool yeah. to hang around with them and it's, I just feel comfortable hanging out with anyone else but like I'm a dude he's like all right bud <laughs> I believe you. Uh, yeah, if like, you want to go shopping for thigh highs or something sometime, let me know. Yeah, right here we have, like, four trans girls all teasing their grungler. Uh, five. Even Twilight gets in on it a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I miscounted. I, I remembered Fluttershy wasn't there and I miscounted. Uh, yeah. Because, like, rarities, like, stick to like, oh, Spike's style is unique. You want your cute scales and your, your pinchy winchy cheeks and your... <laughs> yeah. And she just, like, lays on him and makes him all blushy and stuff. And I swear, she's yeah. not hair's breadth from calling him a good girl and cracking his egg right there. Right? Like, <laughs> there is impending violence in, in a wonderful alternate reality there. Uh, uh, also, like, Spike's usually, like, thirsting after rarity so fucking hard. It's weird to see him, like, one, rarity being the, the, the one pushing the affection and two, him being like not wanting to receive it. I mean, I get... Yeah. There's a whole, like, angle of people not respecting your identity going on there that we could go into instead, but eh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Computer, show me transgender Spike. Yeah. I'm waiting to hear if you're getting responses or if you just did that for the goof. Uh, no, I did look it up, but I have seen it. Oh, excellent. Anything, anything especially good? Uh, I did find this, I mean, there was some genuinely good fan art here, but the one that, like, stands out to me is an, ed is an edit of the comic where Spike says, It's nice to know I'm not the only one who feels alone sometimes, and Sakura says, Indeed, I'm glad we had this chance to discuss how we are both trans. <laughs> yes! Perfect! 
correct. I'm just but saying, yeah. love wins. Love wins, even when it's blushing in an apron and nothing else. God, it is, it is like the most <laughs> egg trans shit going on here. Holy shit. Yeah, like, again, a hair's breadth from, like... Yeah. Yeah. It's only subtext because this is a kid's show. Yeah, like, again, I, I would I would write basically this if if you asked me to, like... If you asked me to write something about Force Fabric Spike, this would be basically it. Yeah, uh, but like, yeah, anyways. actually. Like, <laughs> it would take almost no change to be just an extremely horny scene. Yeah. And to be clear, Spike would enjoy this if it wasn't this episode and he didn't have, like, other stuff on his mind, which we will get to. Yeah. Yeah, the the whole, like, him really wanting to be mask mode dragon boy out here is uh, an and issue. He's, and he's so red, his face just goes totally blushing. He's, like, yeah. fiddling with his, little, his gay little apron. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, and eventually he does, like, storm off, and I believe the other poets describe it as a waddle. Yeah, Rarity does, yeah. Yeah, like He's, he's so cute like, oh, when he waddles. Yeah, it's funny, like, oh, come on! Off screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do love, like, the entire dragon migration is just going on, and the ponies have just forgotten about it. Yeah, they, they kind of got distracted with this, um... <laughs> uh... That. Yeah. Uh, you know how it is, right? Like, yeah, what's the... Once the action of the pornography starts up, you tend to kind of forget the framing device. I would never, but less, I mean, less, lesser people do. I mean, literally, Netflix and chill is what just happened. Yeah, uh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was a pretext. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Right, and then we cut to looking through Twilight's window at night because uh, Spike is uh, up late and, like, asking who he is and where he's from and what he's going on with. And specifically, he's like, I don't know who I am. And Twilight's like, Spike, I found you as an egg. I don't, I don't yeah. know where you came from. Yeah, they they just gave me an egg and you hatched out of it. That's literally all I know, Spike. I and, didn't ask any questions and I did not consider to ask any questions ever since. Yeah, and like, it is kind of a, kind of an acknowledgement that that is kind of fucked up. That they just like, they did just steal someone's kid. Yeah. Like, this feels to me like the easy answer is, like, okay, cause there's a thing I want to say, but we should talk about what happens with, like, a little bit more in this episode first, because, because uh, basically it's, it's, it's Twilight, like, I have no idea, and Spike's like, yeah, I know, that, but that doesn't help, like, how, how do we not know anymore, and Twilight's like, hey, how do you feel about, oh, God, right, sorry, Spike does say another extremely trans thing. Of, yeah, like, he does, like, look in the mirror and say, like, I feel like I'm looking at a complete stranger. Yeah, which is, like, some real trans energy again. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know you could like the thing you saw in the mirror till I did trans. Right? Uh, it's a nice feeling. Yeah. But, um... Uh, I'm still riding the high of when I... I was at a, a Bed Bath & Beyond one shortly after I started Hormones, and, like, I caught a glimpse of myself in a mirror out of the corner of my eye, and I had that moment, like, damn, who was that? Yeah, I, I mean, I've had that once or twice, too, of just, like, uh, especially when I was, like, first doing the whole, like, girl moding all, mm -hmm. all day every day at that point, and just, like, I've actually put on some makeup and stuff, and, and you know, got real, real nice today, and, like, 
having a jump when I go into the bathroom. If it's like, oh shit, I walked into the bathroom and said, oh no, wait, no, that's me. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I look good. Damn. Damn right you do that. Uh. And now that we're horses, we get to have that experience all over again. Yeah. And then Spike cries, and then Twilight offers to do some late night research. Uh, yeah. And, and Twilight's like, hey, I only know one way to solve problems. Late night research. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. I only know how to solve my problems with reading. But you know what? It's honestly not a bad suggestion. Yeah. So we see her pull a book down from the shelves and she starts reading and she's so excited. And then it just sort of cuts to an extremely tired looking Twilight. Surrounded by empty. empty shelves, yeah. Yeah, all the books are, are stacked up, and they pull back, and just, like, every book in the library is on the ground. And Spike's like, this is getting ridiculous! But like, yeah. yeah, yeah, we don't know anything about dragons. You know, we don't have a lot of cultural exchange going on. We're all generally kind of scared of dragons, and they don't seem to like to talk to us, so we don't have books about them. Yeah, but you know what? Understandable. Like... like I get why Ponyville's library especially wouldn't have a dragon, like, uh, any dragons in it. Like, they had one visit in, like, anyone's living memory outside of Spike. Yeah. Like, damn. But Twilight, you know Princess Celestia. Twilight, you can probably talk to the people who ran the academy you went to and ask them where they got the fucking egg from, Twilight. Yeah. Twilight, there's, there's... There's a chain of custody for this fucking child you now own that yeah. you could have questioned yeah, I in the morning, was, maybe. Yeah, I get that she was, like, eight when she got the egg, but you'd think she would, like, call up Princess Celestia. Like, hey, like, Tia, where'd you get that fucking egg? Yeah, but also, like, there was a board of, like, ponies that were judging her. She yeah. probably, I'd assume she knows at least one of them. That can get you in contact with finding out who the fuck acquired this egg for them to test a child with. Like, guys. Yeah. They're, and they're, I'm also willing to believe that, like, Twilight would have done that if she had more time. But, well, we'll see. Because Spike is going yeah. to, you know, force her hoof here. But, like. Oh, oh. I realize it would mean, that, right? Yeah. Like, her, her telling's like. She's usually really good about telling Spike what her, like, overall plans are, even if, like, yeah. not the finer details. And being like, hey, let's do some late-night research, and if nothing comes up, let's talk to, like, Celestia. Because yeah. she'll probably know if we can't find anything here. Yeah, like, like, that egg had to have come from somewhere, even if, like, you could even easily fix this with, like, you know, she she sends a letter off to Celestia, and Celestia's like, you know, oh, yeah, I mean, we just kind of found that egg, uh, you know, oh, that egg was abandoned, or whatever, or, um... Yeah, there's some, like, convenient explanation, but you'd think she'd at least try, right? Yeah. Like, unlike a lot of episodes, there's basically no filler in this episode. It goes it goes hard. Like, there's mm -hmm. there's little I could imagine actually cutting from this episode's content. But, like, I mean, you could you could shrink down the montage, or, like, maybe... But, yeah, them, but... But, you know, yeah, yeah, like, it's... And there's a lot of bird chasing near the end, but, you know... It, but, like, all those generally feel like they're they're not overstaying their welcome or, like, or even yeah yeah or even like we'll get to this later but like you have twilight ask spike to send a letter they don't get a response right away because celestia's fucking busy and that sets up the thing later on where spike belches up a letter that gets destroyed yeah yeah god 
would have also been an angle to have him be bullied a little bit more too. If if it doesn't really matter, but like yeah, like there are options there for yeah. like having having a little bit more attempt to like acquire the information because there yeah. are other avenues available. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot about this article I read back in the day where um, it was a librarian or like a you know, someone who was on some level a professional librarian or studying to be one writing an article titled like how good a librarian is Twilight Sparkle. Yeah, she's not very good at it, actually. Correct. I, we've discussed this before. And the thing is, and I think thing is she's is, a good library technician. Yeah. Like, she's not a good librarian. <laughs> yeah, because like one of the things they criticize Twilight for is like. Twilight is very focused on books, and one of the things they mentioned is, and I remember the phrasing pretty clearly, was when someone comes in and says, I want a book on, they don't necessarily want a book. A lot of times they would also accept a movie or a, you know, they would accept a movie yeah. or microfiche. And, like, Twilight doesn't have a film or microfiche, I assume. I don't think those really exist in Equestria. Like, I think she pretty much just has books. Yeah. but like She does not have any microfiche. They might have film, like they might have like movie film, but yeah, my mom was a library technician. Well, like before she retired. So like, I, I get to know the difference. Um, library technician is generally the one who's actually handling, like making sure that the books are in order and like, <laughs> you know, not damaged and stuff like that. The librarian's usually doing a lot more of the like face to face engaging with people. <laughs> like the, the librarian is like more the customer service angle whereas the yeah. library technician is more the IT if you're looking for like other company angles on how to understand mm -hmm. the differences and like Twilight is an extremely good library technician <laughs> she's yeah. not a librarian yeah she's relatively bad at the talking to people part of the job and sort of yeah maybe that's what that is kind of what Spike is better at among the two though you know yeah. Like, Spike is the one you at least want to talk to at the circulation desk. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, the, the librarian would, like, talk to you about, like, okay, so this is the sort of stuff you're looking for, so, like, maybe these books. Library technician would be like, oh, the, the books on that subject are in, like, here's the Dewey Decimal Code, go find it yeah. yourself, I'm busy. Yeah. Ah. Uh. But, yeah. That being said, I think that particular criticism in that essay I read all the time ago doesn't necessarily hold for horses, because... As near as we could tell, Twilight's library only has books, and Equestria doesn't seem to have, you know, the other things that a modern library would have. But it also means that, like, yes, I, but it's also, to your point, and to what my actual point here is that, like, you know, a good librarian or a good reference librarian would, like, also tell you, well, I don't think we have anything on that, but, like, let me help you with interlibrary loan. Let me help you, like, look online. Let me, like, you know, we have these, you know, every library has these online databases like EBSCOhost and magazine subscriptions and stuff yeah. you can look through as well. And a, and a reference librarian would know about those or in our library alone or like any of the other services the library provides. Or like, oh yeah, let me send a letter to my boss, the God King. She would know where this right? came from. It's so fucking good. Like, there, there are so many other ways that you could have done this and had like, even having like, yeah, again, like, we we just mentioned it, but, like, send a letter to Celestia, and the letter that comes back gets destroyed. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. a thing. Yeah, and it's, like, it's one of the things the show is really weird about, where, like, Twilight's supposed to be in horse grad school, essentially. Like, she's supposed to be an academic of some kind. She is Princess Celestia's personal student. 
Yeah. But she never seems to, like, work with her colleagues. Like, I get that, like, it's because she, it's supposed to be partially because she was a weird shut-in before she moved to Ponyville and was forced to make friends, but, like, I don't know, you would think at some point she would be like, oh, you know, I I know so-and-so is the expert on dragon whatevering, let me, let me send them a letter, right? Like, I don't know, yeah. that's, I feel like if I were writing an academic, that is something I would do. Yeah, like, even the flip side of that could just be, like, Spike just being like, oh, I don't want to wait for these, like, the dragon migration. Yeah. Spoilers! Happen- he's wanting happen- to wait for the dragon migration, and just, yeah. like... Yeah, and it's happening right now. Yeah, it's happening now. If I don't go now, I won't, like, yeah. that letter will take time. I, like, I need to make the choice now. And if they can't help me, I lose my chance to find out. And, like, yeah, perfect. Have, yeah, you could even have him, like, write the letter the night before. Give You could even have Spike dictate the letter so he is, like, you know, we get hit more of him talking about, like, we get, we can see more of his interiority, what he actually wants, like, what he's looking for. And... You know, you have him send off the letter, obviously it's the middle of the night, hopefully they'll write back in the morning, and then, you know, obviously it doesn't come in the morning, because, you know, folks are busy, it takes them a while to get their mail mm-hmm. and respond to it, and research stuff. You know, yeah. And then, of course, when he does broke up the letter, it's too late, and he's like, you know, I can't wait, the, the Dragon by Grace is happening right now, I want to go to that. Mm. Exactly. It feels, like they, it feels like they missed a trick, out of, and, you know. It's out of, it's fun world building, right? It would be fun world building after Twilight, so it's like, oh, you know, let me talk we don't to have, yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, let me talk to the you know and I have a friend who's the lecturer in dragon husbandry at Princess Celestia's School for Gifted Unicorns or whatever, you know, at Candlelight mm. University. Let's send him a letter and see what he says. Then in a couple seasons when like you need this guy again, you already have him set up and people could be like, Oh, I remember him. Yeah. And would also like, mean you don't have Star Swirl the Bearded as your like one designated smart guy who lived in the past. Seriously. Uh huh. But okay. Regardless, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know, Twilight is like uh, Spike is like. I wonder if dragons cry. Obviously, they do. Spike, you are. Yeah. yeah. Please, my dude. That, yeah. Twilight wipes his nose, and he's like, and he's like, ah, oh, and he's you know he's determined to find out. And then Rainbow Dash and Rarity show up to take her to breakfast. Hmm. To take Twilight to breakfast, to be clear. I realize we have one girl horse and one achy boy. Yeah. And to be clear, uh, the wiki points out that, quote, The dragon's disrespect towards ponies is a deliberate reflection of the common contempt towards little girls' toys personified by the ponies. I mean, oh, okay. Like, yeah, the the dragons we meet later are, are teen boys. Them being shitty about girls' toys is is a thing. Culture sucks. I, I appreciate that, actually. Yeah. Which is, yeah, I get that. But also, it makes it it makes our little trans metaphors for, for Spike a little clearer, even if it was possibly unintentional. Yeah. The, yeah, like, yeah, the... Spike gender vibes is, uh, very strong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, yeah, but then... And Spike says something about, oh, he needs an early start because he's going to join the Great Dragon Migration and discover himself and such. Yeah. Pulls and, out a little little bindle stick, like a little uh, rag well, and, a, and a stick and stuff. And... We get a very good oh. wet face from oh. both three of them, and I love Rarity's like, 
Yeah, it really looks like someone just wanted to try and match two colors that just don't look well together, and Rarity just, like, saw that happening. It's the exact kind of expression you'd expect from her. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, Rainbow Dash is also pretty good, as I recall. It's just, like, very much just, like, you you could fit an entire horse into how, how just, how heavily her jaw is hitting the floor. Like, not literally, but... I mean, you could probably fit Apple Teeny in there if we went back to the Poison Joke episode. Oh, absolutely, yes. You you could vor Apple Teeny in this shocked Rainbow Dash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What's with these ponies, vor my <laughs> girl? Why do they gotta chomp? Really? Okay, anyways. Spike goes over to the icebox. I don't think it's a refrigerator. I think it is an icebox. Because it's not yeah. like plugged in. It looks like it's just a insulated cabinet. And it's on legs, which... You don't really see many refrigerators be. Mm-hmm. It's just like a cabinet that has like chips and cans and a sandwich in there. You're putting a sandwich with his apron draped over it. Yeah, I do love his little like serious face. He's like, "That's it. I got my sandwich." Yeah, I got my because sandwich, and I'm getting out of here, ladies. Is it supposed to get like? Because like, yes, there's a sandwich in there, and also like cans of something. But also there's bags of chips in there. So either ponies oh. are big fans of fridge chips or this is just a, a pantry. A freestanding pantry. I mean they can't the cans could be of like just food, right? Like they don't have to be um yeah, they don't have to be like soda cans or something you necessarily want to keep cold. They could just be like canned beans or whatever. Hmm. Anyways, uh <laughs> Yeah. Nah. Which is weird because I'm pretty they have refrigerators. I'm ninety percent sure we see one in the sugar cube corner with that to keep milk and eggs in. Yeah, yeah, we we have seen them use like fridges before. We've seen those. All right. Uh, Either yeah. way, I I don't I don't understand what this thing is for storing. Yeah, yeah, but uh, fridge chips aside, Spike is packing up his gay little bindle. Uh, Rainbow Dash and Rarity try to talk him out of it. They're like, "Oh, just want those those nasty dragons to, I want one little scale on your gay little head." Right. And then as he, he packs up his bindle and storms out, Rarity begs Rainbow Dash to do something. Rainbow Dash zooms over and, like, grabs the stick until Twilight intervenes and basically defends Spike's right to leave. I do want to point out, Rarity's, like, Rainbow Dash do something pose is, um, baffling to look at. Because <laughs> it, it all, it, if she wasn't looking concerned... It is almost a perfect loaf, except instead of hooves down, hooves are way up in the air. Yeah. So, like, it's so awkward to look at. Yeah, it's... It's so... It it feels like it's not the... Because it's supposed to represent, like, she's down on her knees begging Rainbow Dash to do something, but it doesn't really translate well. I don't know, it would... It would kind of make more sense if she was, like, doing a more human pose, but then she would be at about Rainbow Dash's height, which doesn't work. You want her to be shorter than Rainbow Dash to, like, get the proper beseeching angle. But you could have- they could have just, like, pulled the camera in harder instead and not have to see the entirety of this horse? Yeah, which they are- they're not shy about doing, to be clear. Mm Mm-hmm. They've done it before, several times. I kind of appreciate when they do, because then we can just, like, <laughs> laugh about how silly it might look, rather than having to acknowledge how silly it actually looks. Yeah. But then we do get the very good shot of, like, Rarity headlocking Rainbow Dash or pointing at Spike, and, like, we get Rainbow Dash, like, on her two side hooves. 
Yeah. Folks, a horse has some good shapes. Yeah, like... <sighs> We've mentioned it several times now, and we'll probably continue saying it. The animators really stepped up, and oh boy, it's it's a joy to watch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Either way, Rainbow Dash goes dashing off to just grab Spike's bindle Dick. and try and... Yeah, yeah, and pull him back in. Yeah, until... Was I the wrong thing? Huh? No, no, no. Is... Uh, like, the... Yeah, no, you were right. I was trying to, like, differentiate between her grabbing the stick and her grabbing the club, but it doesn't matter. She does grab the bindle with her mouth. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, the bindle's generally the bag on a stick yeah. arrangement, but also the bag itself, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Which, yeah. Either way, point is, she tries to grab it and pull him in, and Twilight gets this really good, like, thinking face. She's she's considering all her options. Yeah, And then yeah, just... Teleports like, in between them, and then, like, teleports Rainbow Dash away. Uh, teleports Rainbow Dash and Spike away. Teleports both of them away from the bindle. Yeah, yeah. And then levitates it over to Spike. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the Twilight, like, defends his right to do this to the other two, and then they're like, they agree. Yeah. The thing where Rainbow Dash is like, I still say you're nutty, but hey, I done lots of nutty things, and yes, we know, and... Yeah, Rainbow Dash, I'm horny for you, but we, I, yeah, you're, you're fucking nuts. You are, uh, you are our local bad decisions, Dyke. Yeah. Bad Dyke decisions. Hmm. Twilight hugs Spike and sends him on his way, and all three of them wave goodbye to Spike with the fakest fucking smiles you've ever seen. Yeah, it's extremely forced, uh, because Rarity asks, so we're following him, right? And Twilight says, of course we are. Uh, as they're waving him away. Yeah, and also which these... is yeah, it's a good bit. Yeah, and also these smiles were very much horse being freezing. I do. I've seen these faces. Yeah, and then we get a montage of Spike, well, because he's on foot, following that all the other dragons are flying. But Spike is on foot. Doesn't have wings. Yeah, can't fly, but he's mm. just kind of following the dragon cloud. He's braving the elephants. He's going. He's braving the wind and the rain and. Watching the dragons while drinking his, his little tea. Yeah, he's having a little gay picnic and yeah. watches some dragons fight and breathe fire at each other. And he's like, mmm, dragons don't have picnics. I'm discarding my tea set. <laughs> it's very silly. <laughs> yeah. Men, <laughs> men aren't allowed to drink tea. Uh, when, when the egg bumps up against the eggshell and decides to respond with, no. Actually, I'm gonna try and get into sports instead, because that'll that'll fix my gender feels in a way that is not the correct one. Perfect. Men, are, men aren't allowed to drink tea; they're only allowed to drink coffee with butter in it. Yeah, seriously. Until now, we got this tea for men. It's called it's, uh, it's called pee. I I really didn't want to have to. Like when it, when when we were first watching these experiences, I was I was prepping myself to have to make a joke about like Spike listening to too much like Andrew Tate or some shit. But like, nah, I don't want to do that to him. Spike's too good in this episode. Yeah, I, if anything, I don't wanna... yeah, if anything in this episode, Spike is representative non toxic masculinity. Yeah, exactly. Non toxic as, as masculinity, about... even yeah. I'm going to take a quick step to the side for a second here. Hey, listeners, as much as we're joking about the whole, like, egg vibes thing here, it's because we're both trans girls and know a lot of trans girls. So, you know, we've seen a lot of trans girls uh, before and after transition. 
Uh, that being said, like, Spike being a dude and perfectly happy being masculine and all that shit and all the rest of the stuff that's going on being true, uh, that's cool and good. Fine. He, has, he doesn't have to be a girl. We just kind of vibe that he is because, I mean, have you looked at us? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, we have been gendering a male the entire time even though we're making these jokes. Just pointing that out. Spike's allowed to be a boy. He's good at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I realized that, like, I, look, I don't think Cross River Fan is... Wait. Oh, shit. I'm trying to remember some of the letters. Maybe we've had some gender questions. Doesn't really matter. Point being, like, as much as we're doing some goofs here, like, your, your gender is whatever you're comfortable with, and, uh, keep, keep being cool with whatever gender you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If if you don't like the gender, you can try other ones until you find ones that fit. Mm-hmm. And who knows? Maybe you come back to the original one and are like, no, this one actually fit pretty well. Maybe maybe I just wasn't wearing it right. And that's how you ditch some toxic, toxic masculinity and do some normal masculinity instead. Yeah, maybe you gaze into the gender void and decide you liked where you were. Also good, yeah. you could be cis plus. Yeah, uh, I... I I, I like the de- the description between uh, cis verified versus cis citation needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or are you gender experienced? Right? And like, yeah. Live your bliss. Find find what's comfy for you. Mm-hmm. Even as... Alright. Even as I'd like to point out my cohorts that I did find the exact same piece of transgender spike fanfic uh, cover art and enjoyed yeah. it. Look... I can I can sit here and enjoy a a, a what if scenario of a spike that that realizes she's trans. Mm-hmm. I can also quite happily enjoy a spike who's like very comfortable in his masculinity, mm-hmm. but also hangs out with all the really girly ponies, and that's yeah. just fine. Yeah, he's, like he's allowed to be a gruggler. He's allowed to have girl female friends. Exactly. Like I al- uh. I almost wish that was a little heavier of a topic in this episode. Again, we're. We'll get to some toxic masculinity later, but, like, him very, like, pointedly standing up and being like, no, I'm not going to be like this shit, but I'm still a dragon. Yeah. Because, like, obviously I am, like, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't have to be this version of being a dragon because I don't like yeah. it. Like, yeah, yeah, like, if, yeah, like, if he put his line saying, like, no, I'm still a dragon, but, like, you know, not like these guys. I'm not like other dragons. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like not like other dragons. I'm gay. I'm not yeah. like other dragons. I'm a horse. <laughs> I mean that hmm, spoilers for the end of the episode, but that does seem to be his his takeaway from it. Yeah. Which maybe not the best move, but here we are. I mean you could be more than one thing. Anyways, climbs a mountain and it's all snowy. Yeah. And then he eventually rides on a sheep. Y- yeah. Um yeah, possibly cause, a cause ram. He's- He's having trouble going up the hill, so, and like he does walk past the sheep and like sticks to his thumb like he's hitchhiking, and then and then yeah. we see him just riding it instead. Mm-hmm. Which you know what? Yeah, my dude, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then he goes down. Then he goes down. It's all hot, and he's like crossing a going down a river with a donkey that looks a lot like Cranky. Yeah, like Cranky's like old toupee, mm-hmm. not his new one. And just like it's kind of, a, I think it's kind of a Tom Sawyer thing they're going for because Spike's wearing a little straw hat. He's got the oh the stock yeah. of wheat in his mouth. 
Yeah, that's probably what they're going with. And then he just, like, walks past a fucking phoenix nest? There's yep. a pair of phoenixes here? What the yeah. fuck? Anyway, yeah. moving on. Yeah, also, all phoenixes still look like that with the without the lines? Yeah. Fair enough. That's just what they look like. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't... It would be weird if these phoenixes had line work and the other one didn't. Yeah, Philomena's special. All other phoenixes yeah. have outlines. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, she's a rare lineless phoenix. Ah, <laughs> uh, cursed, but yes. Uh, and then you see Spike again, and he's he's got a beard. Yeah. But like, the, I imagine this is supposed to be t to imply how long he's been walking. Yeah, but that, and he's like looking up at the dragons, and then he climbs the last mountain to where all the dragons are gathering, and it does the cartoon thing where his the beard was just hooked around his ear frills and it falls off. Yeah. It does amuse me that the dragon, like, mountain has a, like, paved isn't the right word, but like a cleanly walked road yeah. up to it. This is a well-traveled walking path. Yeah, only one of them does, though. The others, not so much. But yes, the one Spike goes to does have a nice little path. Getting up Which to he... the... Like, the bo it's, it's a volcano, is what it is. Yeah. The path goes all the way up to the top of the volcano, yeah. but like we see him trying to climb the side of the mountain anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, he doesn't take the clear path. Mm-hmm. Nice go, it's Spike. Yeah. Very wise. Yeah. Uh, and then... His beard falls off because, again, it's doing the cartoon thing where, you know, they don't mention it, which is good, but, you know, I'm, I have admittedly a sucker for the joke of, like, you know, a bunch of time passes, we have a waiting montage, we cut back, everyone has beards, and then they say, well, it's fun wearing these fake beards, but we should get going, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, I do kind of enjoy those. No, it's those a good goofs. joke. I do I do appreciate it. Mm hmm. Ah. Uh, and then... And then we see some dragon teens, and they're all, like, they're being teens, they're breathing fire at each other, they're... Well, okay, oh. we see some adults first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And then... Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that the, like, we get... The red dragon that we saw breathe fire at Spike for no particular reason. Um, is that the dragon from Dragonshy? Yeah, sure, it looks like same... him. Yeah. I also appreciate that they're, like... Throughout the rest of this episode, we do see a recurring use of, like, a, a different red dragon that's just, like, slumped way down and, like, it has an like, arm dangling off a ledge and, like, just shoulder, neck, chin, like, it's just one line across the ground. Mm -hmm. And they do have their ass just way up in the air while they're just kind of lounging like that. As dragons do. Yeah. I mean, it's what I would do if I were a dragon, so... Yeah. Not necessarily the case, come to think of it. But, you know, it's it's a good look. It's comforting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just I just enjoy that, the, that this ass-in-the-air dragon is basically at least once in the background of, like, every single fucking, <laughs> like, wide shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then Spike sees some teen dragons, and Spike's like, oh, okay, that's more my speed and my age. Yeah. Ugh. Which, like, no, Spike, you're, like, eight. Yeah, you're, uh, <laughs> you're still a baby dragon! Yeah, in attack mode! <laughs> anyway. Uh, Spike needs a time wizard that he can combine with to form Thousand Dragon. Right? That's the only way he'll, he'll get out of this one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But instead, he just kind of goes in, and behind him, we see a green dragon covered in gems, 
the eyes not pointing the same direction, a big ribbon around the neck, and these gaily colored little head cones, and um, wings, and eye holes, and twilight in its mouth. Yeah. And um, we get something I made sure to write down, because... um, So, what this is, is it's Twilight, Rainbow Dash, and Rarity in a three-person dragon costume. Yes. And that Rarity made... As you can tell, because it's bedazzled. And mm-hmm. though, I'll be honest, it doesn't, Rarity is very proud of it, but as long as it does not seem like it's up to her usual uh, standards, I guess it was, a, it was a rush job. Yeah, like for the extreme rush job it was, I'm quite impressed. Yeah, like I couldn't, I couldn't put together a three-person dragon costume for that, in that amount of time. But, yeah, okay. no. uh, but then all three of them argue about, you know, following Spike or whatever, and then Twilight says... We'll never pass for a dragon with all three of our voices. I'm like, it's okay, Twilight. My voice doesn't pass either. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of accidental trans readings. Right? Uh, uh, honestly, Mood. Mm-hmm. Uh, me going into the woman's room for the first time. Well, you know, the first time I went to a, a woman's restroom, everyone was very cool about it and said very nice things about me. But, uh, you know, in general... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's this episode is a metaphor for being a clock for being a, a clocky trans person entering a uh, cis spaces for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Spike just immediately gets bullied. To be clear. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. These are teen dragons, uh, and Spike is a small child. Teen Dragon Squad. Garble. Yeah. So and so. What's her face? The ugly one. Uh, okay, the- which one of these teen dragons is the ugly one? You gotta tell me. You gotta tell me. You were who invoked it. Which uh, one is shit. it? shit. Fuck, now I gotta... Uh, I don't know. The purple one? Out Or, the, like, the one with, like, the hair over his eyes? Out of, they're all kind of drawn to be, like, kind of gangly and off-putting. Yeah, I, I, I'd kind of go for, like, the, the red guy ringleader one. Yeah. Is, is the ugly one in the group. Mm-hmm. If we're gonna have to put that label on someone. Yeah. Uh, also- I do want to point out... We do have, uh, one of the dragons is, uh, like, black with, like, sort of yellow, pale highlight bits on there, mm-hmm. and very much has, uh, the energy of the goats from, uh... Yeah, um, this goat dragon? Yeah. Dragon. From, from the, um... Or Iron Will, from last oh, time. Yes, yes, thank you. I, I was trying to remember Iron Will's name. <laughs> like, yeah, like, Iron Will's hench, hench is there. Yeah. Like, the, this dragon has some real goat energy. Yeah. Uh, they're... There is definitely one that has sort of a, a stoner boy voice with the hair over his eyes and looks yeah, a hell yeah. of a lot like Ridley. Yeah, from, can... uh, he's he's Ridley coded. Yeah, he'll never be in Smash. Yeah, uh, and then there's a, a large brown one that the first thing I thought of when I saw him was like uh, Dodo Gama from Monster Hunter. Hmm. Yeah, like a mace tail, like a big like ball. Pointy ball tail. Yeah. Aw, friend. Yeah, Dodogama's wonderful. And the, our red guy apparently is named Garble. We don't find it in this episode, but Wiki says his name is Garble. Huh. Not the name I would have given him, but fair enough. Yeah, same. That's, uh... Definitely an energy to pick. Mm-hmm. Especially since, like, he's pretty well-spoken. Also, all the dragons speak the same language as the ponies. There's no language barrier here. Yeah. 
They all speak Ponglish or whatever. Common. <laughs> Common. Yeah. And I, I've talked about untranslatable horse idiom before. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't start my, my grumbling about how common is a shitty language to use in any fantasy setting. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, if you're having all these cultures, like, having, like, having different languages gives us some texture. It makes sense. Ah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. But having one of them being called common, yeah. when the rest of them are all like, you know, oh, what do elves speak? Oh, they speak elven. What do dwarves speak? Dwarven. Yeah, well, what, what do orcs speak? Orcish. Yeah. What do humans speak? Common. Yeah. They, oh, they speak mm. normal. They speak. Oh, they yeah. speak normal. Of course they do. Uh Right. It's fucked up. Yeah. Like I don't know the fact that so many dot so much is in English. Uh, you know, implies some stuff about colonialism. You know, like that's exactly that's some interesting world building that um, I guess is present. But you know, obviously, if you were interested in like. But of course, you wouldn't be playing D and D if you were interested in like, you know, talking about that sort of thing. So regardless, uh, I do want to push back uh, on that on, on a small point, just because like, God, the problem is, so many people only know playing D and D. Oh, I know. Even though they want to talk about that shit. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Play another game, etc. Anyways, yeah. uh, yep. So they immediately start bullying Spike. Uh, they point out he doesn't have wings. They grab, they grab him by his tail, cobalt style. Immediately, they dangle him. Yeah, his ass gets yeah. dangled immediately. The correct choice, really. This boy is so dangleable. I'm glad some ponies, some dragons, doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in in his attempt to prove that he is a dragon, he does also. Uh, give a very tiny roar, and it's extremely cute. I mean, that's how you say I love you in dinosaurs. Is something similar in dragon? Um, I'm unsure. Oh, we'll have to ask. Uh, wait, wasn't clear, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. we'll have to try another time to, to ask about this, because it does lead into one of my very favorite it's, jokes of the entire episode, it, actually. It's so good, where uh, our garble is like, oh, well, maybe you're not a, really a dragon. Maybe you're just a, a pony in a dragon costume. And he, and, uh, Ridley. Like, yeah, yeah, and then really like, you know, kind of leans up against our, our disguised main three here. It is like, you know, imagine that, right? Hilarious. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be so fucked up if there were ponies here in costumes. <laughs> uh, like, it's low-hanging fruit, but it's a damn good, like, it's a well-executed version of it. I love it a lot. It's so good. I love this bit. They get so much mileage out of this shit rarity's disguise. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of goofs with yeah. this disguise. Yeah, and then they, yeah, like the one thing I remember from this episode is a joke that's coming up soon. But first, we have so Garble suggests a series of challenges in order for Spike to prove his mettle. Yep, he's got to you know name five kinds of cereal and yeah, uh, oh. refuse to masturbate. And... Yeah. Oh, you're a real dragon. Oh, you're a dragon, huh? Name five of their albums. Exactly. And then <sighs> he is even bullied for being little coded, right? Which, but I don't think you could be little coded if you're literally just a little. Like, I, I rail against that fucking queer coded list with Dr. Frankenfurter on it. I can't call Spike little coded. He's just a child. Yeah. I have opinions about our doctor friend there. I would like to not have to voice them today. <laughs> yeah. 
He is like textually gay though, is the is the point I'm trying to make here. But anyways. Yeah, he's textually gay. He is not textually trans, and I get a lot of people who act like he's textually trans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't not not an energy I enjoy. Sure, sure. My, my point is he's not queer coded. He's literally textually gay. There's no coding there. Anyways. Yeah. Uh well sorry, he suggests a belching contest specifically. Yes. But the yeah, uh, yeah. the it is measured in strength of fire belched. And, yeah. and so they all line up and uh, you know, they all take turns like belching fire and they all have different colors, which is cute. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll say that we get like a lot of different dragon shapes, which is fun. Like they're. Yeah. They're all like very, they all have a lot of different body types. Like they have a lot more body types than the ponies do, which is weird, but it's welcome. Yeah, like, even the, like, sort of grayish-purple one they had hanging out that, like, never really said any real lines the entire time. Like, that boy's got, like, a muffin-top thing going on, and you know what? You unironically love to see it. Yeah. Like, not only is there, you know, the one fat character in the room, there's two of them, and they're, like, heavy in different ways. Yeah. Good. Fucking love it. You also get, yeah, you also get the white guy who I think is supposed to be a albino? Yeah, yeah, now you mention it. Mostly white with pink, that, yeah. that is albino coating. Yeah, looks good on him. But, yeah. yeah, and then they all, yeah, and then, you know, the, the one, yeah, and then the one brown guy with the mace tail, like, does a really big one that singes our, our hero's eye, eyelid. Eyelashes. Eyelashes, or eyelashes. Oh, yeah, off. that would be lashes. But the I do like, love that Twilight has to, like, like, does a little yelp and, like, ducks down into the neck yeah. while that's going on. I Rarity did have the foresight to use fire-resistant fabric for her dragon costume, which was a good call. Yeah. And that, but, um... So our big boy wins, and then they all look at Spike, who just burps up a scroll? A letter from Princess Celestia. See what yeah. I'm saying? Like, we could've... We could've set that up. Yeah. That could've been... Yeah, like, this could've been... Like... Yeah, like, he reads this letter, and then he's like, Ha, oh, look at that, Spike's a fucking orphan, or some yeah, shit. Yeah, But instead, we get, we get a... Gra- grabble? Grobble? Yeah, grabble, and whatever. Garble? Rim- Garble, that was the one. Yeah. And Gimble uh, is like... And he reads Just it, and he's like, you know... And the railway derg? The derg on the railway train? <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, the one. Yeah, and mind you, uh, this dragon teen can read pony language, by the way. He can read ponish. Yep. So, again, no language barrier. And he reads, and he reads, you know, uh, you know, Dear Spike, you know, Dear Spike, please inform Twilight, blah, 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 Princess Celestia, or whatever. It's like, mm. ah, get this, Spike's pen pals with this pony princess. They all laugh at him, and then he, he throws the letter into the into the lava. Yeah. And Twilight's like, how, how dare he? That could be fucking important, actually. Yeah. Rainbow Dash has to be like, Twilight, Twilight, you gotta keep your cover. Twilight, yeah. you gotta keep... Also, this... You can't blow our cover now, also, Twilight. To be clear, this confirms that Twilight is just standing on Rainbow Dash or Rarity's heads the entire time. Oh, she's standing... Yeah, 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 yeah you're right. Uh, Yeah, it is both of them. But later on, it's just Rainbow Dash, so, you know, she does switch off. Yeah. 
And like the amount of space in this dragon body makes it very strange for rarity to be anywhere near close enough for Twilight to stand on, just with like the shapes involved. Yeah. Yeah, especially. But I do love that they have a running. Sorry. Okay, okay. I was gonna say I do love that they have a running bit that like because uh uh rare uh, sorry uh, because Rainbow Dash has like two eye holes to look out of because she's the front pair of legs. Um, anytime they need to have the three ponies talking to each other, they have, like, the silhouette of the light coming in from those two holes. So quite often, like, uh, Rarity and Rainbow Dash will both have one hole to peek out of. Yeah. And it's just, like, extremely good. Yeah. And again, the costume has very obvious eye holes in the chest, and also Rainbow Dash's wing is poking out. Yeah. I mean, and dragons also, have wings, though. That yeah. does make sense. Yeah, and also the pony hooves. Uh, yeah. Yeah, again, the costume is spacious enough for Rarity bo to be both behind Rainbow Dash and also just be stand next to her when it calls for it. It's very good. Yeah, I know we get at least one shot where the two of them are standing next to each other and then we see outside the body and it's got, like, a mysterious bulge at the neck. Yeah. That's, like, both their heads, which is very cute. Yeah, I'm trying to have mysterious bulges in other places, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. And then, you know, they argue, they argue for a while, saying, like, hey, Twilight, you can't, like, do anything now. We gotta, we gotta watch out for Spike. Yeah. And then... We're, we're here for Spike. We gotta keep her cool. Yeah. And then the other dragons overhear them arguing, and they're like, hey, who's that guy? And then they say, it's my favorite fucking joke in the whole episode. The one thing I remember is, who's that guy? Mm -hmm. I think he's Crackle's cousin. And then we look at Crackle, who looks exactly the same. <laughs> like, what Yeah. Yeah. But the same wall eyes, the same weird head coats, the same, like, dragon, the same, like, gems studded in, the same tongue sticking out, the same, like, weird tiny wings, the same, like, eight yeah. legs. <laughs> eight tiny yeah, legs. Yeah, the eight legs is the big one. The eight tiny legs, like, the face. It's so good. It's extremely <laughs> good. Uh, like, yeah. like, I don't remember much about this episode, but I remember this joke, and it makes it all worth it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they, they were doing some tail wrestling, and Spike was, like, real fucking worried, because he's, you know, tiny. Yeah. He's, like, his entire body mass is, like, everyone else's tail. So, yeah, they, Yeah, uh, and then Crackle steps up, not Crackle, our, our main six, our main three step up, and, like, yeah. challenge him. And then, you know, mm -hmm. throws the contest, and you can tell that, like, they're actually trying somehow. I don't know how they work the tail in this thing. Like, Pony yeah, like just... we have to like basically kick the tail up over Spike's, and yeah. like Spike is struggling to actually win against the costume's tail. Yeah, because it's so heavy. Mm -hmm. Big tail never fail, as they say. Yeah, which we'll see exactly. more of in a bit. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, and then yeah, so they throw the contest, and then uh, he gets dangled again. But he seems happier about it this time. Yeah, and then. I did. Oh, I did write down like a. Uh, it's made clear the dragons generally do not like acknowledge Celestia's authority, obviously, and also like yeah. Twilight's like really worried, like oh no, that could have been a really important letter for the prince. I was like, she's not gonna fuck you, Twilight. She's made that much clear. Ah. Uh. And then so after Spike wins, Grimble is like is impressed, and then he like it's like hey Spike, maybe you're not so. But he does do the bully thing of like pointing at Spike's chest. He looks down and then he flicks him up in the nose. It's kind of just a yeah. sign of, like, you got something on your shirt routine, except it doesn't say anything. Mm -hmm. And then, uh... Like, the thing is, because, like, it's not, it doesn't have the actual, like, verbal, yeah. like, baiting in, it actually almost feels like 
a little bit more just like a like a, a friendly ribbing sort of yeah which being being funsies with your friends and yeah. being a little bit of an asshole about it yeah. rather than like which we will continue to see like because he will like to start giving Spike like little friendly punches on the arm and such as he gets more impressed yeah uh. this this boy's love language and by that I mean friendship language is is uh you know some some physical contact yeah. some some elbow bumps and and all that kind of yeah, shit yeah very teen boy shit you know yeah, yeah. and then. Uh, Spike gets all cocky, and he's like, alright, who's next? And then they point to, it's the oldest fucking cartoon joke in the book, but they Mm -hmm. point to this little guy, then he steps forward, and then, yeah, the guy's like tiny, he's like maybe, his body's maybe Spike size or a little taller, then he steps forward, and he's got this fucking massive tail. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a real good reveal of just like, tiny guys, but looks the same size as Spike, step forward, dump truck ass on this boy. yeah. Dude's got a thorax for days. Mm. As they say, big tail never fail. Big tail never fail. And Spike loses that, but you know, what are you gonna do? And then they play King of the Horde. Yeah, which is just, you know, King of the Hill, but with a pile of, like, gems and stuff. Yeah, so we, I guess... They got all four of the guys, they stand outside the fence, they drink beer, uh, raise their kids, sell propane, uh, and- Climb and wrestle on a pile of their own food. It's a weird vibe, but here we are. Yeah, you know, they're dragons. They have their hordes. They like having piles of things. I mean, yeah. I get it, right? When I was a kid, I saw a big pile I wanted to climb on. Uh, I, I do enjoy that, like, Spike's having trouble climbing up the pile, and, like, Ridley's coming up behind him, and just the the pony's addition to this is just a... just. I, I think it was Rainbow Dash actually shouting it. I'm just, no, you don't. And just tackling Ridley off the pile. Yeah. Taking both of them out of the fight. Yeah. And then Spike gets the top just in time to like, Gomble and one of the other guys are like, I think it's it's the big boy with the mace tail. Are, uh, yeah. Are like fighting. And then Spike just kind of poke, pokes Grimace in the butt and makes both of them fall over. And he's stands on top. He's like, King of the Horde. Then he, he falls off and hurts himself. Yeah. But Goober is impressed regardless, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's like, oh, okay, well, look, you lost that one, but well, that was still pretty good, it. you know. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you might, you might be a dragon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But then time for the final test. Yep, lava cannonball. Yeah, and and yeah, they're on a big like craggy cliff thing above a, a pool of lava, and the rules are biggest splash wins. Yeah, this is this is a pool of lava we've seen a few times already. Yeah. The, the, like, this has been set up as a thing that is in the like this volcano. This area, yeah, yeah. They are basically in a volcano, and most of it's like rocked over, but there are like little patches of lava poking through. Yeah, and when Gimbal jumps in, he does shout Geronimo, which that's a thing you can say. Yeah, I guess. I again, I'm willing to believe that's a. Uh, localized horse idioms, but it's really weird on the writer's part of yeah. nothing else. He really could have just shouted cannonball and it would have been fine. There are other things people say when they jump off of things. There, there really are. There's quite a few. You can either do the cartoon they were oh, last wins are rotten, whatever. Last wins are broken. Literally dead. a rotten egg. They're... Yeah. They, they do come out of eggs. Yeah. You know, or even last one ends a pony, you know? Yeah, done. Last one ends a pony egg. Hmm. Challenging. Delicious horse eggs. Ah. Uh, 
challenging. Extremely challenging. Thank you. I, I try to give my my friends or listeners something to think about. If if nothing else, we have a lot to think about with this one. Listener, if you're thinking about it, email us at horseeggs at isekai.horse. Uh, and then they, they all jump off. Uh, our ponies in disguise say, Spike, you're on your own with this one. And back off. Yeah. yeah uh, I do enjoy that, like, because we have the other three that, that were hanging around. Uh, Goat, Ridley, and, and the albino one. And, like, they all jump in. And they make like identical like splashes to each other, and then our our big our big mace tail friend goes in and just like makes a huge plume, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then it's Spike's turn, and he looks down, and he he starts checking out, and yeah, they, why did they you call out of my, yeah. Why aren't you aren't you a real dragon, Spike? And he's like, "Fuck it, I'm doing it." Yeah, and mind you, and just jumps. Yeah, and mind you, it's Spike. it's more kind of like he's afraid of the heights than anything, which you know what, fair. Yeah, Especially when you don't have wings. Exactly. I I get it. Uh, yeah, and then he jumps off, and oh, he belly flops, and all the all the teens kind of was like, "Ooh, yeah." But- <laughs> I do enjoy that he just like the thing is he belly flops with barely even a splash around it. Yeah. It is just all momentum stops with his like him being like face down in lava. Yeah. I was worried he died. Yeah. Uh, but. A, Spike is fine, and B, they're all really impressed that he took that belly flop and seems to be fine. Like, yeah, that must have really fucking hurt. Yeah. And also, they do point out, like, damn, if you were a pony, that would have killed you. But Yeah, yeah. It turns out that, yes, in fact, you are a dragon covered in scales and not a pony covered in fur. Yeah. And I will admit, like, it's good writing that, like, he does this one all by himself. He, no help, they can't yeah. even help him. And, like, he does win this one all by himself, which I appreciate. It's good writing. And then we cut to all the teens raising their tails and touching them together to make, like, a title thing. Like, you would do a swords, right? Yeah, exactly. They're they're doing a whole, like, knighting ceremony yeah. thing here. Yeah, and then, uh, and then Google, uh, you know, touches both the Spike's shoulders to knight him. And then gives him a, a loving noogie. And then they all have yeah. a party. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... They have a party dragon style, and it's one of the things that bothers me with uh, games like this. So, sorry, uh, wow, hello, brain. Sorry. It's one of the things that bothers me with, like, shows like this, or just anything in this sort of vibe, where, like, you're dragons in a room full of dragons. Like, nope. What? You could just say, like, you're having a party. And that's it. Like, you don't need to amend dragon on the front of everything. You're dragons, guys. Like, I'm gonna go back to the 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 D thing. You know what? When you're when you have a group of dwarves around and they're all like, "Damn, man, hand me the dwarven axe." <laughs> oh yeah, here's your dwarven axe, my dwarf buddy. Yeah. Let's go to the dwarf hold. Yeah. Where it would be like, "Nah, hand me my axe. Here's your axe, buddy. Let's go to the hold." Like. Just fucking! I hate. I can the, I can see it here as like a rite of passage for Spike, right? They've they've accepted him as a yeah. dragon, so hey, here's your first dragon party. I can see that, right? Yeah, but like, they've been doing it the entire time of like just amending dragon onto the front of things. When everyone present is a dragon, like, because that's the thing. It's like, 
I don't, I don't think they think Spike's like a pony in a costume. I think they're just sort of like razzing him because they know he's from, you know, pony society. So like, they're giving him shit about his adopted Mm -hmm. parent sister arrangement. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, his his adopted mom wife. Yes. But the thing is, like, if they had said let's party, like, and you get to experience a proper dragon party or some shit like that. Like, that would make more sense. But, like, we're gonna party dragon style. Okay, yeah, no, that that is a weird phrase. I forgot that particular, like, I forgot how the line went. That is a weird way to say it. I agree with you. And and quite a few times they say stuff that's like, you would only say it that way if you have experienced non-dragon style parties and know that there are people present who would, like, not assume that you're going to be doing a dragon style party (laughs) right it is such a weird choice for how it's assembled yeah yeah and you could have easily done like all right time for your first dragon party would have made sense right like yeah you're used to those bitch-ass horse parties yeah i i say we're gonna have a party and not like the kind yeah exactly right like we're gonna have a party and not not the kind that you're used to with ponies or something like that would be like a good way of doing it. Like this isn't your this isn't your horse mom's kind of party. This is a dragon party. Yeah, the, it's just so frustrating that like there are better ways to do this if you're really gonna insist on like making them ha- like making all the dragons in a room full of dragons say the word dragon a lot. Like I don't like it, but there's better ways to do it at least. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's there are better ways to hit that note of like, hey, congratulations on completing your rite of passage or whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh... But yeah. in the aftermath of the party, they're all laying around just like full of gems and such. And then Spike basically says, I'm going to stay here forever. This is great. I enjoy dragoning. E. But then our, our three horses, they're like, oh, forever? Spikey White is going to stay with those awful dragons forever? Rainbow Dash says she should have stopped him when she had the chance. Yeah. Which, like, no, Rainbow Dash, you piece of shit. I love you, Rainbow Dash, but why? Yeah. And then Joe Biden is like, uh, oh, yeah, maybe that was fine for a party, but what'll really make it is we're gonna go get some Phoenix eggs. Did you just... It just occurred to me, like... <laughs> I know you've been saying the name, like, wrong yeah. every time, and, I, and I'm and i appreciating the bit, but did you just... <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, oh, boy. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah they... they yeah. yeah, but Gumball wants to go get some Phoenix eggs. Does he see what they're gonna do? Yeah. He's like, I remember being confused later on. I assume they were going to eat them, but yeah, they're they're going to raid some Phoenix okay. eggs. They use the word raid several times. Okay, okay. So they're okay. So they're they're planning on fighting some kind of Phoenix egg boss. Probably try to get a mount to drop or something. Okay. Yeah, it's a whole thing. And then they all fly off. Spike does not want to do this. By the way, it's very clear that he doesn't really want to do this. And they all fly off, and Spike's like, oh, darn, I don't have wings. I guess I'll just have to stay here and meet up with you guys later. And then one of them, like, swoops around and grabs Spike. Yeah. He he, he definitely is trying to not be involved in this, and I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he gets he gets picked up, and, and Rainbow Dash is like, oh, we gotta go save him, and starts trying to fly. So, like, the middle of this dragon costume just is lifted into the air. Yeah. And, like... There is a weird fucking moment of just, like, Twilight being like, Rainbow Dash, you have to stop. You're running us directly into the fucking lava pool, Rainbow Dash. Yeah. Well, because Rainbow Dash can't see. Yeah. When when she's flying up like this. And Rainbow's like, how'd you remember, like, my fabulous costume? 
Yeah. Because, like, most of it is, like, dragging, like, the face is dragging along the ground because it is, Rebash is making this dragon costume go V-shaped. Yeah. Uh, but they're like, okay, but we still gotta help Spike, and Twilight does, I think, my favorite, like, spoken joke in mm. this. Uh, it is her saying, we'll just have to hoof it. Yeah. Which is just like, uh, yeah, that's pretty good, actually. Yeah, mind you, it's also kind of funny that Twilight is saying this when she is standing on Grandpa Dash's head and does not have to do any of the walking. Yep, yep. And <laughs> We'll just have to hoof it, says the person who gets to stand still when it happens. That's extremely yeah. funny to me. Yeah, and also I'd like to point out, Grandpa Dash never once expresses discomfort. She seems fine that Twilight is standing on her head. She must have powerful neck muscles. Yeah, she has, like, makeout fights with Applejack all the yeah. time. Also, she has a peck that says she has hollow bones. No, wait, that would make it worse. Anyways. That would make it worse. Anyways. Ah, uh, she has hollow bones so they can be filled with muscles. I understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got the, yeah, str- perfect. the strongest bones. <laughs> got the strongest bones. But anyways, we cut to the, the phoenixes, who are the ones we saw earlier. And we can tell we have a boy phoenix and a girl phoenix. You can tell the girl phoenix because she has eyelashes and little pink head feathers yeah the like extra red blob like pinkish red blob on the on the front of the beak is also a god that's right i forgot about the eyelashes she did have eyelashes didn't she sure did some pink feathers in there all right time to have a fun talk about birds for a second i love that i'm i get to pull out my goddamn like you know audience world knowledge stack but like between these two birds, if they were in audience world, chances are the there actually would be the opposite gender. Because, like, almost every bird species that is, like, um, sexually dimorphic, the female is, like, muted browns and grays and, like, camouflaged so she can sit on a nest and not be noticed by predators. Whereas the male is usually the, like, really bright and colorful one because, like... They're the ones that want to attract mates. Hmm. Also, so I'd like to point out that of the two here, Philomena, who we saw previously, does not have the pink and looks more like, like the boy Phoenix. And so is she trans? Philomena trans. Yeah. Philomena trans. Yeah. That or, that or, these bird, these Phoenixes actually are bird sexually dimorphic, and those are some boy eyelashes we're seeing. Boy lashes. Boy lashes. Yeah, because, like, Spike calls them Mr. and Mrs. Bean. I don't think we ever learned which one is which. Yeah, we, we never do. Yeah. Either way, you love to see it. We either get a trans phoenix or uh, the phoenixes are actually correctly sexually dimorphic. Either way, love wins. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, the, like, the phoenixes are sexually dimorphic either way, yeah. but, like, which. which yeah, is, yeah, they're, they're more accurately sexually the... dimorphic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then we get the dragons like, like okay, Spike is novice dragon, which is what they knighted. They knighted him novice dragon in the last scene. Mm-hmm. Like as novice dragon, you get to distract the phoenixes while we go and steal the eggs. And Spike is like, yeah. uh, hello, Mr. and Mrs. Phoenix. Uh, can I ask you some questions? And they just like kind of keep staring at each other until uh, yeah. until uh, Gumdrop like just gives Spike a rock. He's like, we don't have all day, Spike. Throw a rock at him, which he does, and yeah, it gives. Gives one of them a big lump on the head and they go chasing down. Yeah. Dragons go up into the tree and uh, the eggs have hatched. Look at these adorable baby phoenixes. Holy shit. 
These are adorable creatures. Look at Quintuplets them. Quintuplets born. The nest awaits. A seal warns of a, <laughs> of a deadly fate. <laughs> Dragons underground. Dragons underground. <laughs> Oh my fucking god. I gods. promise you your mother will be found. Phoenix Underground. Damn. Powerful. Thank you. I I saw that there were five babies and I had to write that down. Yeah. Uh, uh brain cells activated. Uh a seer warns of a triplet porn. <laughs> uh, okay, and then Either way, uh fucking Tinkerbell over here is like, okay, cool. Well, if there aren't, if they aren't, if they're hatched eggs, well, we'll still take them anyway. And uh, that activates the five baby phoenixes, and they just start going like complete gremlin mode. Um, like you've you've been around when Pemka's going gremlin mode, and it's just mm-hmm. like I'm gonna stand in the one place you can't reach me. Uh, all five of them do that, and and fucking Grumbletum over here, goddamn, turns into a pretzel of a dragon and falls out of the tree trying to catch them mm-hmm. uh and and once he's fallen like he also like the phoenixes do a goddamn like unison sticking their tongue out of their beaks at him like these kids are uh these kids are all right yeah they're they're perfect yeah yeah they they immediately swindle these guys and fly away and uh and uh Studio Ghibli here, like, starts get him, but he doesn't notice one of the that he missed a phoenix. Like, he destroys the nest as he leaves, and uh, when he does that, another phoenix egg falls out and like gets split up by a spider web, and such and lands at the base of the tree for later. Yeah, yeah, it is an actually surprisingly long sequence of this egg very like softly tumbling out of this this nest mm-hmm. to the ground. You can tell it's a phoenix egg because it's fiery. Looks like a goddamn hot rod. Yeah. 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 The phoenixes chasing Spike realize that their babies are in trouble. Leave Spike alone to go help them. They swoop in, scoop up the babies, and then, like, blaze, like, the sun to blind the dragons and get them to fly into trees. I I do want to point out that, like, while Spike is running away from the phoenix, like, the... I'm trying to remember the, like, the game company that does it, the, um, like, the, the... Until Dawn and uh, like the werewolf game and House of Ashes, like those like interactive horror movies where you gotta do like like key mashes and shit. Like Spike running away from the Phoenix, and as soon as the Phoenix turns away and flies away, and like Spike just fucking face plants into the dirt, and it's just like his entire body's curled over, and it's like, damn. If you hadn't been button mashing hard enough, you would have done that sooner and the phoenix would have just fucking eaten Spike. <laughs> like, just bit Spike in half before turning around and flying away. Also, super, super uh, massive games? Is it super massive? Yeah, you're right. It is super massive. I'm so wise. Just the widest. Yeah, but though I'm more into super massive games. That's fair. Uh, but, uh, yeah. The phoenixes mm-hmm. get away. Uh, Spike is like, holding an egg and, uh... And uh, Grumble Cake there is like, oh, you stole an egg. Hell yeah. And then he wants him to smash it. I thought they were going to eat the eggs. I assumed the dragons were going to eat the phoenix yeah. eggs and not just break them. Okay, I do I do want to point out one thing because it, it will come up again. 
Um, cause like, yeah, one, one of the phoenixes does like just turn into a fucking flashbang to blind the, the, the other three dragons and they fly into a tree and like all of them get, you know, uh, wall stuckaged mm-hmm. into this yeah, tree yeah. and then the tree falls over. Yeah. Just, just put a pin in that. We'll come back to that concept. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And then, and Spike refuses to smash the egg. Again, I was confused. I assumed they wanted to eat the egg. That's what I would do. Same. If I, I had a phoenix egg yeah. and I was like a... A shitty teen, like in a dragon. Yeah, like I, I, absolutely. I assumed you would want to eat that delicious phoenix egg, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you can even do a thing where like you crack it and like fries itself up or something. Yeah, <sighs> but no, they just want to smash it because they're assholes. Yeah, that part confused me, but okay. And then Spike refuses to smash the egg because it's an egg. It's just like I used to be. Yeah, it's it's thing. It's small and defenseless, and like its its parents have abandoned it, just like me. Yeah, I have imprinted on this fucking egg. Yeah, you know, it's Spike's like yeah, it's an egg without any parents, just like I used to be. Spike calls himself an egg. He kins his egg. Yeah. <laughs> you under again? Yeah, yeah. You understand? This is why we had the egg yeah. conversation at the start of the episode. This is you. You understand or or uh, why we are calling Spike an egg? Yeah, like he says he is. But yeah, again, yeah. he's also a. A lovely beacon of non-toxic masculinity. Yeah, and I like he can use an egg metaphor. Yeah. That's not just the trans yeah, yeah, egg I, metaphor. We yeah, get like it. I, I doubt Spike or the the writers knew that's what that meant at the time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I do uh, think next time Spike comes in, dear, we should explain to him what being transgender is, just in case he is it. Oh shit! You're right. Yeah, if no one said that talk with him, we really I, who should. Would? Yeah, Twilight Turfbang Sparkle? No. You are telling me that you think Fluttershy is cis. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> Look, I, I, and I've, I've said this before, I don't think Twilight actually has turf bangs. I think her parents gave her that haircut when, when she was three and she's never bothered to change it. Yes, 100%. And also, like, turfs weren't a thing when the yeah, show was being yeah. made. And also, there's only so many haircuts a horse and If only have. we lived in a world where that was still yeah, the case. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Spike is... is is being aggressed upon by the three, and he's backing up, and he's backing yeah, up. Yeah, they're and, like, oh, what's and they're that? Like revoking his dragon card. They're like, oh, well, clearly, this is his chance to prove himself and be accepted by the teens, and he's refusing that because he can egg too much. Yeah, he doesn't want to commit violence upon a, like, defenseless, unborn creature. Mm-hmm. Uh, yikes, guys, that's how you have to be manly, is to is to hurt a thing that can't possibly even hurt you back. Mm-hmm. Literally defenseless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, it would make more sense if they wanted to eat it. Like, that would at least be, like, a plausible yeah. thing. But no, like, they just want to smash it? Uh, anyways. Fucking kids. Like, there was even... Uh, These kids aren't alright. The Phoenix kids are yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These kids suck. Anyways. Uh, but anyways... Yeah, so our three ponies show up in costume, and then they throw off the costume to defend Spike. Like, all three of them reared back with their four hooves yeah, like ready doing... to get in a fucking boxing yeah. match with dragons? Yeah, they're doing the fisticuffs thing, which is bizarre. Like, it makes us for Rainbow Dash, but Twilight or Rarity, come on. Like, also, there's just, like, an extra entire, like, joint in their limbs now, just for this pose. Yeah. It's real fucking with me. Yeah, yeah, they're much more arm-like than normal. It's weird. 
I do enjoy that Rarity has possibly one of her most out of character but badass lines ever right Yeah, here. no, that's absolutely- And it's just, fighting's not my thing, I'm more into fashion, but I'll rip you to pieces. Yeah, you're like, what? What the you're fuck, like, Rarity? Like, yeah, which, like, yeah, it's a lot- it's like a lot of you would see written on an image macro of Rarity. It doesn't really feel like something yeah. you would say. Like, and it feels like bad fanfic took over Rarity's body for a sentence. It, it's it's if Rarity was in minion quotes. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, this is <laughs> Tweety, Tweety Bird-ass Rarity. <laughs> right? Oh. Listener, if you don't know what minions quotes is, um... It's short. I'm sure it's short for Mare Onions quotes. There you go. We'll go with that. I'm sorry. It's just the goof of minion quotes is such a fucking wonderful thing for those boys to do to themselves. Yeah. It's such a good like bit. It did kind. Of... You you love a bit for a podcast that just actively ruins your own social yeah. life. Good good shit. Unfor- the real life minion memes did unfortunately kind of ruin any erotic potential the word minion may have had. For yeah, me, a little bit. For, for us Cape King perverts, I mean, those hench and such, but, you know. Yeah. There, there is a reason I stick to hench yeah, instead yeah. of minion. It's a sh- minion has such a good mouthfeel, but again, those fucking Twinkies ruined it. Yeah. Minion also implies that, like, you're one of a group, whereas hench could be, like, you know, the villain version of sidekick, yeah. which, yeah. There's, like, there's a different yeah, energy yeah, you're there, much and I, I prefer hench. You are my darling hench, maybe. He. <sighs> But of course, it's it's nothing compared to what happened to the word musk. But anyways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. And then all the dragons are like, you know, they laugh, right? They're like, oh, what are the ponies going to fucking do to us? And then, like, mm-hmm. Spike, like, kind of steps up to Grover Cleveland. And he's like, yeah, oh, I'll, I'll show you'll see what us ponies do when confronted by a huge group of jerky dragons. Yeah. And, and the answer is run away. They all just fucking book it, which good. Yeah, it's okay. It's it's time for Princess Grace's Joe joke corner. There's a running bit where yeah, the series follows the Joe Star family by and large. Is a mm-hmm. uh, there's one arc that isn't really about any Joe stars, but anyways, um, there's a recurring bit where along parts where one of them will say like, yeah, they're up against a tough enemy and they're fighting or whatever. It's like, ah, you're really good. I'll have to use the Joestar family secret technique. They'll be like, oh, is that so? And then they'll be like, it's running away. And they'll just fucking book it. Good, 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 good. Usually as a distraction to bait them into something else, but like, Mm. it's funny whatever it happens. Especially since I would argue the real Joestar family secret technique is lighting yourself on fire to win a fight. Even though you yourself aren't fireproof or anything, huh. it happens both. That's the choice. It to happens make. multiple times, and it is the right move. It is just like something that runs at this family is being willing to do ridiculous things to win a fight because it's JoJo's bizarre adventure. It's a shonen. That's that's what it's about. But anyway, they give chase, and uh, they do run into another tree. It happens again. Yep. 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 Uh, I do appreciate that. Like Twilight tries to teleport them, and like. You see her, like, cheeks puff out, she's trying to hold her breath to do the spell, and she, like, fumbles it and has to do it a second, like, yeah, has to try again, which is a weird energy. Because uh, I imagine, because, A, she, she's trying to teleport all four, all four of them, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's under stress. And, yeah, you get, like, the sound effects that, like, try to happen, but then fail, but then work. Yeah, like... I, I wonder if that was something that was supposed to have a little bit more weight to it, but was, like, cut for time, but they'd already started animating yeah. it. Yeah. 
this episode has a couple, because I almost wonder if the letter that Spike belched up earlier was left over from something earlier in the episode that, and that setup got cut for yeah. time, but the, him actually spitting up the letter was, you know, was important so they couldn't cut it. Yeah. <sighs> but Twilight does teleport them to safety, and then they all hug. Yeah, and they're they're happy that Spike's fucking got his got his Fast and Furious moment, and they're all family. Now. Yeah, it's family, family, family. Yeah, family. Found family. Oh, she got yeah. it. Yeah, we got there. There we are. Uh. I, I love that sometimes I can just like hear your brain cells <laughs> like going into overtime to find the good <laughs> word pun there. <sighs> Well, you know, folks expect it, and I have to give the folks what they want. I don't have to, but I mm-hmm. like to. Uh, yeah. My darling henchmate seems to enjoy it. it. It's very amusing. Like, if anything, just because I'm amazed how quick you are at finding it every time. Well, it's practice. Because usually I'll be, like, sitting here, like, starting a sentence, already trying to figure out how to end it, and I'll just, like, hang, because I, I haven't figured it out, and you'll just, like, just have it, like, right away. There's a lot of practice. I don't know how you do it's it. It's practice. I, you know, if, if you've seen my post, you'll know that, like, okay, my brain has, like, a, a few words it really likes, and it just gets really good at mashing those into other words. I, I was going to say, like, sometimes that happens for me, but it's, like, I'll be, like, having a shower or something, and it's just like, oh, cool, an entire, like, reworded song has just manifested itself in my brain. But, like, the, the instant small scale of that is uh, so hard for me. <sighs> Well, that's why we make a good team, dear. Yeah. But yeah, and then, then we have Spike writing a letter to Celestia yeah. to finish off the episode. Yeah, and he talks about, like, he, he says the thing I was shouting at him earlier that he couldn't hear, that, like, he learns that what he is is not the same as who he is, which is, yeah, exactly, mm. right? Yes, just because you are born a dragon doesn't mean you necessarily have to, like, be with dragon. You can. It's cool and good to, like, explore your heritage if you want to. But family is what you make of it, right? Like, who you are is what you choose. You know? Uh, yeah. You know, the If if you want, your parents just have to be the uh, the pair of matching chromosomes that made you, and you can leave it at that. You know? They mm-hmm. can be as much a part of your life as you want, and they can be as little a part of your life as you want. You know? Yeah. And we pan over some pictures of Spike with his, his friends. We do get this weird thing of, like, Spike in the library coming out of his egg with Twilight there, even though we know he was hatched at the exam. Yeah. Did she, did like, she put it... Like she, didn't, she didn't move to the library until he was already an adult. Is that a different library? The toddler. I don't okay. know if I'd and, exactly okay. call Spike an adult. Until he was like as he is now. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, that photo's weird. Yeah, like, or is that a different library? But it, No, because Twilight's an adult. She was... She was a filly when she hatched Spike. That's an adult Twilight. And that really looks like the, the book tells the Golden Oaks. But it could be the librarian catalog, but it doesn't look like it. You know, it doesn't make any yeah. sense. But come mm-hmm. on, Meriwether. You know, obvious shit. Come on. I mean, I'd, she's the writer, not the person who made that. Yeah, that's a good point. She, we don't know if she storyboarded that. There, there's one artist that we need to talk to, and we might not ever find out who fucked that one up. Yeah, yeah, it may have been one of the storyboarders. Well, I mean... The thing is, Twilight had those turf bangs when she was tiny. Yeah, but, like, look at her body shape. Like, she's clearly okay. an adult-shaped horse. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, yeah, and yeah. there were, there were uh, two storyboarders here, and, you know, I, 
It doesn't matter that much. It's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Uh, we they do go over to another photo of of the two of them in their nightmare their, night costumes. Uh, nightmare night costumes. I still mm-hmm. I still love that Spike's costume was just like an adult sized version of yeah, himself. Yeah, just a different dragon. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, uh, an adult version yeah. of himself because it, it's it's the same like not the same like a darker purple and green than than he is. But he is, he is just wearing, like, a dragon kiku as a dragon. Yeah. God, I that love is, any time that Yeah, that happens. is also purple with, like, the same green spines. Little little horrors that Spike does not have, but the same underbelly. It looks very much like Spike just wearing a Spike costume. Yeah, it, this is what I think I'll look like when I'm yeah. older. I'm just going to wear a costume with that. It's very good. Uh, next photos of, of the um, cider drinking yeah. with, with uh, Rainbow Dash and Twilight, which is very yeah. cute. The last one does concern me. Yeah, though. where it's... It's the main six at some kind of birthday party, I assume. There's a banner with a cake yeah. with one candle in it. But Spike has pasted himself into the picture after the fact. It's very clearly a different photo that he's taped in. Yeah, he's like he's like ripped a, out a, a copy of himself from a different photo and like just taped it on. Because it, like it's in a nice frame, but it is taped over yeah, the frame. Yeah, the edge is curling up. It didn't even take it out of yeah. the frame to do this. Like, the assumption I have is that, like, Spike took the photo of the main six, so, like, couldn't be mm-hmm. in it. I guess Photo Finish just wasn't around or whatever. because yeah, I always like... get the implication that Photo Finish doesn't live in Ponyville, right? Like, she probably travels around. Yeah. But there's yeah. no pony else who could have hit the button? I don't know. They don't have, they don't have cameras yeah. with timers there's... in Equestria? I mean, the fact that they have, uh... Like more modern cameras that take that wide ratio rather than the yeah. Polaroid we saw earlier, like that alone is kind of surprising because Photo Finish had like a real old like you have to hold up the flash bar and and like get your head yeah. under a curtain behind the camera like arrangement. Maybe she's just an extreme photo hipster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have a staff for it, you know, maybe that's like the yeah. that's the, like I can imagine that's the horse equivalent of like a having a DSLR or whatever. You know, it's it's still a more professional camera than what we see say tourist guy use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but tourist guy does have a more modern camera. You're right. I forgot about tourist guy's very normal like modern camera, like still a film camera, but like modern compared to like it's it's a point you know. and shoot compared yeah. to like photo finish more professional thing. But photo finishes was like a goddamn like. 1800s camera on like a tripod and shit. And typically, even like old cameras with the flash bulb still take wide pictures. Polaroids yeah. are square, but like, uh, I know that I have a. Uh, when I went camping with some friends once, uh, one of them brought a, a an old camera with a flash bulb and everything, and I have a picture with that. It is like about the same aspect ratio as like any modern photograph. Oh, okay. All right. I was unaware that those kind of cameras took those sort of photos. For some reason, I thought they went. At least a more square shape. Oh, well. Point being... Yeah, yeah, Polaroids uh, are square, but, yeah. And also, you can get, like, film yeah. in other shapes. Like, you can get slide film or whatever and crop it to whatever shape you want it for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, after we get the the pan of these different photos, um, the egg just hatches. Oh, no, actually, no, that does make sense. The, there was, like, the other five had already hatched and, like, looked more, like, had feathers and could fly, so had been out of their egg for a while. Mm-hmm. When did Hatch and already has feathers on? Yeah, I think that mm. I think penises just look like that when they hatch. Yeah, that's fair. And uh, yeah, and then Spike like picks them up, and uh, is like ah, and then he says um, hey there, Pee Wee, uh, I have a lot to teach you about being a pony. Yeah, and that was kind of 
trans metaphor. Yeah, yeah, that, there's our found family and also trans metaphor here. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I think that's horse. That's horse, baby. That's horse, baby. You know what? Good episode, you know? Yeah, like, a few a few small grumble points, but you know what? All around, fucking, just fun episode. Yeah, and like, uh, it's not often we're like, because I don't remember much of this episode. I do remember, like, but at the very start, I was thinking, like, oh, Spike, it's not being a dragon that's going to tell you who you are. The circumstances of your birth are irrelevant. It's what you do with the gift of life that determines who you are. And, but yeah. then that was the moral of the story. It was good. I, you know what? Mm. A plus. We agreed. I'm always correct, and the show agrees with me. Yeah, like, my memory of this episode was very, like, oh, this this episode is just, like, Spike being bullied by some teens, and it's kind of boring and dumb. And then, and then he's just like, I'm going to stop doing that now. That was what I remembered the episode as. And oh boy, it was uh, a just real pleasant surprise to have it be, you know, fun. Yeah. You know, and I got the one joke I remember with this episode, still a banger. Still good. Part of a, a yeah. series of good jokes. Yeah, this episode has like a bunch of really good ones and has some that are like, this joke is just a like verbal joke and this joke is just a visual joke. And like. It feels weird to point that out, but, like, quite often, like, episodes will have jokes that require, like, a verbal punchline, or almost no, like, punchline jokes, but are all, like, visual gags. It's kind of nice to have an episode that just has really good of both. Yeah, and, like, lets them stand on their own, which is nice, which sometimes, yeah. we, I know we make fun of the show for doing, but this one is, one that's confident enough to let its jokes stand on their own, which I appreciate. Yeah, yeah, and especially when, like, it it feels like they're getting confident enough now with, like, the last three episodes or so, including this one. I was just like, they're also just comfortable, like, making jokes that are small enough that you you might just miss it. That's fine. You might just completely miss a goof they're doing, and uh, whatever. Yeah, you know, they're confident in their jokes, and they know you're going to get it if you're paying attention, yeah. and I appreciate that. It Again, it shows a confidence that they've not always had, but I appreciate that they do. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to where the show goes, because, like, I know we're, like, nowhere near there yet, but we are pretty quick approaching the point where, like, I stopped watching it originally, so we will start hitting points where it's just completely new to me, and I'm excited to see yeah. that. I can only imagine it gets better from here, at least for a while, anyway. Well, it gets better from mid late mm, i mean watching season three yeah like yeah the end of season three is like where the show was kind of supposed to end uh that's yeah and then we get we get equestria girls which the fandom may not like but i love and we'll gladly talk about i can't wait we'll we'll get there in like a year it'll be great yeah looking forward to it yeah i'll get to say sunset shimmer even more often i cannot wait i want to meet your Kenny slash waifu. Ah, uh, my girl. Mm. Perfect. Other than that, folks, I think that's horse. Yeah? Oh, no letters or anything, so I think we're good. All right. Yeah. Sounds like it's time for sign yeah. off then. Truly, we were hit by horse trick and got East into Equestria. I have been Ponyville and some rando volcano's beloved Princess Graceful Spark. You can find my writing pro against podcast posts. Everything else is fit to plug at princess.software, including. New story I published uh, recently called Princess. Uh, if you're a bird appreciator, hey. uh, maybe you'll like it. <laughs> uh. Uh, 
Yeah. Huh? Are you a bird appreciator, Jack? I I mean I know you are, but Yeah. Yes. Oh uh, yes. I am? Yes. Excellent taste. Uh that being said, um you can find the parts of me that are not trapped here in Equestria uh over at Dracos.art. Uh D-R-A-E-K-O-S dot A R T. Bye everypony. See you next time. Bye. Pony.